Enter to win a free cruise for two on board the 90s cruise. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the first ever sailing. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interactions, and all-out 90s activities. There'll be over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, and more. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico on Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the90scruise.com slash iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's 902-1OMG with Jenny Garth and Tori Spelling. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of 902-1OMG. I'm here with Tori. Hi Tor, how are you? I'm good, Jen. I swapped places with you. You were just in New York visiting your girls. Yes, I I was. I'm here. And now you're in New York. Did you oh. get out before the rain? We didn't see each other. No, yeah, I didn't hit the rain. Oh, it's raining. Oh, I'm jealous. I love the rain. It never rains in LA. That's so funny. It's raining where you are, and it's raining in the episode we're talking about today. That's crazy. Yeah. Things to do on a rainy day. Things to do on a rainy day. We're going to talk about that episode in just a second, you guys. But um, last week, I don't know if you remember, but we we kind of like <laughs> obsessed, they know. fanned out about um, somebody that was on the show. And um, we are so excited that he's going to be our guest for a little bit here today. Should we bring David him in? Kringle. David oh Kringle. The quote unquote stick up guy. The stick him up guy. <laughs> Yeah. Let's bring him in. David, David, Yay. where are you, David? Hey, guys. Hi. How are you? It's so fun to have you on. Thank you. How funny. <laughs> Thank you for inviting me. What a what a fun thing. What a surprise. Who knew this would yeah. be happening? Get to be, get to be <laughs> young and fun again. Yeah. So last week we watched um, the episode where you 
rob Brenda with a ginormous gun in the peach pit. Yes, that is true. That is true. I actually just, I watched it this weekend just so I could remember what that was. <laughs> and, and it's funny you say the ginormous gun because I remember they had me holding the gun in my left hand, which is my weaker hand, so that it would be in the shot. And I can see my hand just shaking because I couldn't, I had to hold it with like one arm, like out in some weird way. And it was really messed up, but you were it a 17 year old boy like that wouldn't make sense if your hand was shaking how old were you really true. when so, you when you filmed that uh, I, I think i was 21 21 yeah 21. you were just playing a, a 17 year old that's pretty cool yeah yeah because you know you, your character was. was very scary you you were really scary but was, super hot you know, at the same time. I hope yeah. it's okay to say that. <laughs> not to, make, not to embarrass you, yeah, but we were like, hey, I'm secretly attracted to the robber guy. <laughs> yeah, and that's why we tracked you down, because we not so secretly obsessed about you throughout the, the podcast last week and with our producer, oh Amy gosh. Sugarman. And then we were like, she was like, I know him from something. And then we were all like, Googling <gasps> you. And we're like, that's right. God, Amy was... Speed. Yeah, Amy called it so well. She, she recognized you from Speed. That, well, yes, that was, I, I I went just after I worked with you guys, I got to do a couple <laughs> movies. And um, so that was super fun. Speed being one of them. And it was, you know, what was, on the bus. What was that like? You were, yeah, you were on the bus with Keanu and Sandy. And that's like a dream. That was such a great was, movie. Well, I mean, it was so funny because it wasn't when we made the movie. It wasn't supposed to be some dreamy movie. It was actually some relatively small action film that Fox was going to put out. And Jan DeBont, the director, was coming up as the biggest action DP. And they said so they gave him this budget and they kept changing the cast. And originally it was this sort of psychological drama about all these characters on a bus. And, and eventually it was about Keanu and Sandy being, you know, superheroes. And so all of the all the intense character work we young actors did to be on that bus sort of went by the wayside. We kept changing the cast. What do you mean? Was it not supposed to be Keanu and Sandy? What? We're talking about Sandra Bullock. Sorry, if anyone doesn't know. Yeah, it wasn't. Um, I don't think the cast changed. I think they were just trying to put the cast together. And when, okay. when I was hired, I, they hadn't finalized that yet. Mm -hmm. They still hadn't. I think they had gone out to a few people because, again, it wasn't supposed to be like some big blockbuster it was just uh, a fun summer movie that you know who a, a hour and a half on a bus who makes that movie? that's crazy <laughs> and it just turned out super fun and i think in part because we all like thought we were really important so we created these fun archetypical characters that were like silly and and bus it was it was sort of just before cgi was everything so we actually got to jump a bus off a ramp and like do crazy stuff and i think um yeah they gutted they gutted a bus so that it was like a race car mm -hmm. some really smart engineer figured out what's the least weight you can carry on the bus how far do you have to back it up to make it go as fast as it possibly can and then they put a ramp in front of it and like 20 cameras all over the place and had some crazy stunt guy race down an empty freeway at this ramp and and make it fly in the air oh my god that's <laughs> that's insane this poor that's what stunt man oh they're those guys were nuts man 
Um, and yeah, so I don't know, stuff like that. That was a fun movie. Yeah. And, and it's on, it's literally, there's not a, there's not a day of the week that it, is, it cannot be seen somewhere. Uh, yeah. It's one of those movies you turn it on, like the TV comes and you see it and you're like, I'm in, I watch the whole thing. Yeah. For sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, and it's, I, I think a lot of Keanu's movies are like that. <laughs> That's he true. This Sandra. Like, yeah. 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 So, Sandra Bullock um, is like was, one of my favorite comedic actresses. She always has been like one of my heroes. She's a, she, she's, yeah, I can see why. She's pretty great. <laughs> pretty great. <okay. laughs> pretty terrific. Pretty terrific. Do you think there was any real romance offset? I was just excited to be there. I don't know. I didn't, I, I literally. You're blushing. There was. I, 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 wouldn't know. <laughs> I would not know such a thing, Tori. Okay. How dare you? So you did that, you did that movie after. 90210, the episode that you were in, right? Correct. So I did that. And then I went off like, I, I I feel like a week after I did your show, I found out that I got the movie alive and I went to do that for a few months. And then when I got back from that, I got speed. What were you in There's alive? Another uh, I was Gustavo Zerbino, <laughs> one of the guys that actually survived. And I was, uh, if you remember the movie at all, I was a guy in a captain's hat. You were the and guy was, in the captain's you know, hat. You know, we were all, it was really Based funny. True story. We were all, you know, had beards and were the same look. In the, so everyone, we were just all the guys eating people. That was another yeah. great movie. What a cool thing. It was, I got to do fun things. And then what happened? You quit. You quit the business. I did. I did. I did. Um, I spent about 12 years working and doing and doing all the things that I really wanted to do. And then I had gotten married pretty young and started having kids pretty young. And um, we had three kids and more and more the business that I was in was taking me away from my kids. And I wanted to be a dad. I wanted to be there with my kids. So um, I kept saying no to things. And eventually when you say no enough in this business, people <laughs> they believe listen. you. Yeah. And, um, so yeah, so we, 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 I, I just, I didn't want to go away to far off lands for mm-hmm. four months at a time and come home to a child that was no longer this and miss out. And, um, and I was a really, really fortunate actor. I got to be in some movies and on 90210 and on all these iconic things. So I sort of scratched that itch and I didn't have to walk away feeling like, oh man, I'm going to regret this. Um, and now that my kids are getting big and growing up, I've started going back and doing some plays now and then and doing stuff that I just want to do. And I don't care if people hire me. I don't care if, you know, the whole audition process always made me really, really freaked out. Um, so yeah, so we did that. We stopped. And at the same time, my wife had started a dance studio for kids and she and I, uh, started doing that together and growing it. And I, you, you've actually been there. David, you, did you know? Yeah, you know, right. My, my kids were little students at at creation station. It's, It's actually funny because a lot of the people that I've worked with in in LA have come through the studio um, and I just 
keep my head down. And I, if, if someone notices, I'm like, cool. If someone doesn't, I don't bring it up because we try and keep it to it's your kids. And it's really important that you're anonymous, that you have that time to be with them, mm -hmm. that no one ever feels like they should, you know, oh no, someone knows I'm here or someone doesn't. So yes. Well, yeah. you, I think, you know, like your story about like why you kind of stopped doing acting is so admirable. And I have a lot of respect for that. Like you wanted oh. to be present dad and a good husband and be, you know, you had your priorities aligned, which, which is rare. My, my kids don't always think so when they see some of the things that I could have been doing, maybe <laughs> like you laughed at, I'm like, well, I did. And you wouldn't be here if I didn't. So <laughs> Um, well, exactly. Yeah, we both squealed when we heard it was Creation Station. Mm -hmm. Love it. <laughs> yeah, I remember um, hanging yeah, out with your had, wife, uh, with Amy, yeah, right? And she's, pre she's pretty. Terrific. She's so awesome. Yeah. yeah, and 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 that's part of what we've loved about it. Part of part of that journey of leaving one business and going into this other is we sort of have found this great community of people, and we're still sort of around a lot of those things, and um, and and. I guess we just really like kids and it's a pretty great thing to have parents be willing to share their kids with us and, you know, sort of help them to grow up. And mm -hmm. we just hired our first teacher who started as a student <laughs> at three years old. Oh my gosh. So it's Full pretty circle. Crazy. Yeah. That's yeah. so great. So you have everybody, if you ever need to go to dance classes for your kids in Studio City, <laughs> definitely check out creationstationstudiocity.com because it's the cutest, sweetest, safest oh, little place. Thank you. Thank for you. sure. And well, you still have great hair, just like you did in the episode, because oh. we couldn't stop oh. staring at you. Can we go back <laughs> to the episode your hair was really long. Second? Right. It was very long. Can we go back to it? We heard you might have known Shannon before you got that role. Is that true? So no, I, I didn't, I, that's not, oh. I, I knew Shannon a little after, but it was a really, look, at the time we were young, we were all young actors and like 90210 was the pinnacle. You were like, oh, wow, you get to do that. There were certain things that um, as young actors, we all thought were really cool. So I'm like, oh, great. I get to be on this show. This is so cool. I'll get to work with all these great young actors. It'll, I, I'll, I'll get to be friends with them. I, this is this is the deal. So I get to the set and I try and talk to people and no one will talk to me. And I, I go, yeah, you too. Uh -huh. um, no one, no one says we hi were to me. We didn't want to talk to you because you were the robber and we were kind of, uh, we were method at that point. That's where the yeah. story goes. <laughs> Shannon apparently went to the ADs and said, because again, we are all young actors really working our craft. Mm -hmm. And she said, make sure no one is nice to him and no one talks to him. Because if everyone is friendly with him, then I'm going to have a really hard time believing that he's a bad guy. So they, but no one told me that until <laughs> after. So I just thought, Aww. did I do something? Have I hurt someone? Have I, are these people just awful? <laughs> but that was the story. And then we, uh, I, I, just Shannon and I were never friends. We we went met each other at a number of different things. We almost did some stuff together that I didn't end up doing. Um, but um, that was yes. So my my week on your show, while rewarding, oh no, creatively was devastating as a young <laughs> actor. David, can, can we make up for this? <sighs> Jen, Jen, I have a theory here. Jen, what? I'm going to go with, 
Uh-oh. David, sorry. Again, we're going to talk about your looks for a, se- for a second. Oh, God. Not trying to sexualize you here, <laughs> but you were really hot in that, in that episode. Totally Shannon's type. I bet she was like, if people hang out with him and they're nice to him, I'm going to have a hard time doing this. Meaning she was like, I don't want him to talk to the other girls because... <laughs> you think? That's my theory. Whether it worked out or not, I'm going with it. Oh, boy. Well, yeah, it's, he's okay. like, I don't know. <laughs> I, now I'm just trying to make up for the fact that we all ignored you, which is horrible. But yeah, let us this this serve as our official apology. It's sometimes when you come in as an actor and play the bad guy, it's hard. Nobody wants to be nice to you. You're right. Yeah, yeah I was, can. It, it was pretty funny. It was pretty funny. And no apology necessary. Okay. <laughs> You know, we are, you know, I just, those days, one of the funnest things about being a young actor is being that indulgent, silly, creative, like, what if we do this? And my daughter is now in college studying theater and she's telling me all these things and talking about the plays and the, the, the exercise she did. And the, and mm-hmm. I just, I, I encourage her and then I hang up and laugh. Because <laughs> yeah. we, we've been there. Yeah. And, you know. That's great. You have that shared like thing with your daughter. That's that's wonderful. Yeah, that's pretty neat. Oh my gosh, so great to check check in with you and catch up and hear about your family. Everybody's good. Everyone's great. Everyone's great and and it's so fun to sort of go back as much as it's nice it, it was nice to get away from a lot of these things. It's so nice with perspective to go back and sort of enjoy these memories and and hear like I mean you know, it's it, it's actually very funny when you talk when you say things like, "Oh, he was the such the handsome robber." But I was always thought of as the geeky, nerdy, weird. Like my agents would always tell me, "Like, oh, you're not the you're not the pretty boy. You're not this." So when people say stuff like that, you realize as a grown up, like how warped our perspective is. And I just feel for these kids who, just particularly now with social media, blah, blah, blah. Now I sound like an old man. (laughs) But, um, you know, you realize like there's so much we believe about ourselves that is not true. And and like, I I hope for my daughter that as she goes through these things that she has better perspective than I and that, uh, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's really kind of sweet and fun to hear those things that you're not sort of what people perceive you as or what you think they perceive you as i don't know i'm sure this show is not meant to be a deep <laughs> no that's okay we perceive apology. you as a super rad guy great dad businessman oh, we love it you. yeah thank you and hot robber so hot there you robber. go <laughs> and hot robber hot tell, Daddy tell robber. everybody hello in the family give amy a big hug from me Thank you. I don't Thank have any more little kids, me. but maybe Tori will hop in with one of hers. I do. Don't. We've been there for birthday parties, I believe. But yeah, we live pretty far away. That's I know. From you, but... I know. Well, tell your friends. <laughs> we will. We just told them. Keep... I wave to you every time I go to Michael's. Thank you for that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right upstairs, right by Michael's. Yeah. Thanks so much, David. Thank, it's really thank you, fun David. To these memories, guys. Thanks for coming thank on. Thank you guys so much for inviting ah, me. Big love. Take care, guys. Bye. Bye, y'all. It's so fun to see people that were on the show now 
And especially this guy with, he has a whole different life now. Yes. Wow. There were so oh many different faces that came through our doors on 90210. Like there's so many actors that we could do this with and catch up with. And it's really fun. And so many that left and went on to do really big things. Yeah. <laughs> like us, like now. We're going to take a break, everybody, and we'll come yes. back with, uh, with the episode. Is there ever really a way to thank your mom for everything she does? My mom is my best friend, my rock. I have learned so much from her through the years. Her wisdom has helped shape me and I love celebrating her, especially on Mother's Day. This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. And since she deserves the best, send her the best there is. When it comes to flowers, send her farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. I love that Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano, you guys. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. Books is simple. You go online, pick the delivery date, and you're done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your Books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to your mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code 90210 for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code 90210, books.com, promo code 90210. Hey, everyone. So as you can imagine, we know a thing or two about makeup. We've pretty much tried it all. And we are really liking Thrive Cosmetics because they have a full line of makeup perfect for an everyday look refresh. They have clean ingredients that feel great on your skin and their products are foolproof, which makes it easy for any skill level to apply. And it's really cool to know that Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive. Oh, I love that connection. See that? Plus, how cool is it that their uh, high-performance formulas are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free? Amazing. And they have zero parabens, sulfates, and phthalates. I really believe when it comes to makeup, beautiful eyebrows are so important, don't you think? Their Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner helps you achieve your ideal eyebrow look. And their easy-to-use waterproof pencil holds like a wax and blends like a powder. Ooh la la. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash 90210. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash 90210 for 10% off your first order. Want to temporarily restore definition in your jawline where it's been lost over time? With Juvederm Volux XC, you can get a non-surgical jawline treatment that adds volume for a smooth contour and to reduce the appearance of jowls in one in-office treatment with little downtime. Juvederm Volux XC Injectable Gel is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, 
visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. With the weather getting warmer, finally, it is time for a wardrobe refresh. And when I want to update my style without breaking the bank, I turn to Quince. They offer premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. And washable silk tops, timeless 14-karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They partner directly with top factories, so Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to you. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices in premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. I use the hoop earrings I ordered from Quince all the time. And basically live in the slippers that I ordered on their website. The prices and quality are so worth it. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash 90210 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash 90210 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash 90210. All right, you guys, we're back. We want to talk about the episode. This is season two, episode 26, Things to Do on a Rainy Day. It aired April 23rd, 1992. Synopsis, Donna sees more than she wants to on an adventure to the hotel housing color meat bad, while Dylan, Steve, and Brandon see less than they want to, uh, less than they want to of their new friend, Directed by Bethany Rooney, who uh, was, I think, if I'm not mistaken, our first female director. Mm-hmm. Written by Darren Starr, Jonathan Roberts, and Maria Simple. Yeah. You guys know what episode this was, right? This is the Color Me Bad episode. The one. People love this episode. Oh my gosh. Color Me Bad was so huge in the 90s. I have a picture. I have to send it to you. I have a picture of us, a black and white photo of us with Color Me Bad that we took a photo with. Oh my gosh. I need to see it because I have fond memories of filming this episode because we had so much fun. We were running around the, what was it? The Bel Air? Bellage? Bellage, which was Bellage Hotel. As Dylan's. Home at first, right? Mm-hmm. We filmed a lot at the Bellage Hotel. And if you know the Bellage Hotel, if you go to LA, it is now called the London Hotel. It's still there. It looks pretty much the same. It's the same mm-hmm. driveway, everything. Yeah. Alice, That's where we went. Like crazy raining. Was it really raining or was that no. fake rain? It doesn't rain in no. LA. 
I don't know where they even got the idea for this episode, things to do on a rainy day, because it never rains here. I mean, maybe twice a year and then all the streets flood and nobody knows how to drive. Like a couple of days ago, it rained here for the first time in a long time. And I was driving with my daughter and who, who she's about to get her permit. And I was like, okay, so talking to her about how do you drive in the rain in LA? I was like, nobody knows how to drive when it rains in LA. So you have to be really careful. But this is a rainy day. A lot of raincoats in this episode. Oh boy. Yes. yes. No one wears raincoats. You know, what's exciting though. We're very excited because we have Mark Calderon joining us from Color Me Bad. Can we just talk about how like the episode started with them on the beach in their music video? The music video. Now, was that a their Color Me Bad's real music video, or was that just specially made for this episode? I want to know. I thought it was real, but I they didn't look, know at first. Like looking back, it's been right. so long. I don't know. A dream sequence. It looked oh, like a video. It looked like original footage of them just strolling down the beach, looking all badass. I, I wish, like, I feel like as huge as they were, I feel like. We were big fans, clearly. We had them in our show a lot, like, and mentioned a lot and played a lot. I feel like we should have been in one of their music videos. You're right. Wouldn't that have been cool? Yeah. If we could do a duo for that, would be fun. Let's go be in a Color Me Bad video. <laughs> okay. Hello, can you hear me? <gasps> yes. Oh, there he is. We can hear you, Mark. How are you? Hi. I'm doing fine. Hi, girls. You are... Still doing Color Me Bad all these years later. Still I am. having great success with the band. That's so awesome. But it's not the it's not the same group of guys, right? It's a you and a new group. Well, yeah. So, guys, uh, well, so, you know, a lot has changed uh, mm. since 91. <laughs> a lot has changed. Tell and us about by it. Way, <laughs> by the way, both of you girls look amazing, okay? <laughs> I, I just want to say that to you. Thank you. Yeah, you girls have... I've done very, very well over the years. Absolutely. Um, so, but uh, yeah, a lot has changed. Uh, unfortunately, there's been several uh, federal lawsuits that has happened. It's just, it hasn't all that, it hasn't been all great. But right now I have to say I'm in the best place in my life, you know, since uh, we've been doing this group. And uh, I've, I get a chance to go out and I'm the sole owner now of Color Me Bad. So I get to go out on tour. I get to do uh, a lot of great things. We've been going all over the place, all over the world doing shows. And it's just me. I get to perform all the songs. Um, I, uh, I have a, a, I call it my team. I don't like to call it my back band or, you know, backup dancers. I, I have a team of guys that come out and they do some of the background vocals. And I have a great DJ and, and a manager who, who also not only managed, but he plays the drums. And we've been out on this I Love the 90s tour probably for the last, well, the pandemic shut down everything. But, you know, probably really for the last four or five years, we've been doing the I Love the 90s. Uh, and that's been with, uh, you know, Salt and Pepper and, you know, people like uh, Tone Loke and a lot of great artists like that we've been doing shows with. So it's been it's been a lot of fun, you know, and I want to and I want to tell you girls, you know, and I don't know if you all want to just jump into this right now. But, you know, being on 90210 was like the greatest thing ever for our group. Um, the the publicity that we got after they aired that episode we um we sold a million over a million CDs the next day. Oh my god. I don't know if y'all knew that. You that, that a was, triple platinum album. 
Yeah, that we sold, well, we ended up selling like 12 million, but just that next day we sold a million copies after that nice. show aired. Yeah, yeah. That's and it crazy. was, that was huge for us. And let me tell y'all, after uh, every show that I do, even to this very day, I always bring up 90210 and the crowd loves it. Every time I say, <laughs> y'all remember us being on 90210 and the crowd just goes nuts. They go bananas. And, and so I get to talk a little bit about the history uh, uh, with that, with that day, you know, uh, it won't one day. So I say it on every show and the people love it. And sometimes, you know, they ask, you know, do you ever talk to them or this and that? And I'm like, you know, it's been such a long time. I always say good things, you know, but, but it's been a, such a long time. And I'm just so thrilled that I get to be with you girls right now. We so are thank- too. This is so cool. Wait, so do you, what do you remember about being on the show? Like, do you remember your day on the set? Was it one day? Was there more than one day? No. Okay. It was one day. And I, and I remember it because it was such a big time. It was such a big part of our career. Um, we were, okay, the day before we shot, uh, we did the episode. We were, we were out on tour with Paul Abdul and uh, we did a show that night in Toronto and we finished the show and we jumped on a plane, flew straight to California. The very next morning we had to get up and, and go to the studio. And when we got there, uh, you know, we were all so nervous because you know, girls, we really, y'all were the big stars. Y'all were the big stars. And we were just so nervous to be around y'all and y'all, y'all pretty and, and, and all that y'all great and just superstars. And, um, and we got there and the first person we met, uh, was, uh, you know, the great Luke Perry. We, we, we met him, you know, rest in peace. And, um, he came in and he was upset he was really upset uh, when he came in. It was like, uh-oh, what's going on with this guy? And I remember him being upset because a lot of the paparazzi was going through his trash. And uh, he caught them. He's like, I don't know what to do about this. And uh, because he didn't seem like a guy who would get upset. But I know that day he wasn't feeling good. And then about that situation, because people were going through his trash, trying to find stuff, I guess, on him. Mm-hmm. And then um, and then he talked about his pig uh he had a pet pig i don't know uh, so I, I he may even brought the pig to the to the studio i'm not sure but uh that was that was the first thing that was the first person who we met and then brian austin green who who you know we've we've ran into several times even after uh we actually did, did a, his, uh, his live podcast right well well we did his uh live podcast but we did his um his charity event yeah that that's what had. i mean yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we performed and we had we had a great time on that. It's always good to see him uh, because uh, uh, he always brings a lot of good good energy. He's just a good person, and and I remember uh, we hung out with him um, after the, the 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 after the episode. We hung out. We went to an amusement park and we just went on all the rides, and it was just so much fun. He's such a good person. I know he was really into music, mm-hmm. and he, I know he wanted to do his own thing. So. You know, I don't know if there was a connection there with that, but, you know, uh, he was a great, great guy to hang out with. And he was it was good to see him. He does. He looks the same. You know, he does. The guy doesn't change. He looks the same. So uh, um, and then the rest of the cast we saw. I have to be honest. I don't don't know everyone's names, but they, everyone looks the same. So y'all y'all look the same. And uh, we had a great time that the audience were great. 
uh, the people there, they, they just love you guys so much. And I didn't realize that that's where y'all filmed the outside scenes um, at that, was it Hawthorne School? I think it was the Hawthorne High School. Torrance. Yes. So, so that was cool to see that. Cause I was a fan too. I watched the show. You were. Uh, okay. And, and um, uh, let's see. And then, well, you know, we spend a lot of time with you, Jenny. We just did. In that room. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, and, and we were all so nervous. We, uh, we don't know what to say to her. Oh my gosh. But, uh, I was watching the episode and I was thinking, Oh, the girls must have been so jealous of Kelly getting to like <laughs> spend all this one-on-one -on -one time <laughs> with the whole band. Well, you know, you guys, like I said, you know, uh, y'all were so nice to us on the set and we had a wonderful time. Um, like, I, like I said, it was great to see it all come together, just one full episode. And then the guys even had a scene where, uh, I guess, where they brought like a stripper in or a girl who's supposed to, mm -hmm. you know, they played, I mm -hmm. want to sex you up. Yeah, she turns on her cool boombox and it's, I want yeah, yeah, yeah. sex <laughs> you up. I can't stop singing that today, by the way. Uh, yeah, no. And then, and then we had a great scene uh, with, 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 with Tori and, and, and Brian Austin Green there in the peach, uh, peach pit there where we sang I Adore Me Amore. Yeah, and yeah. You sang that, that a cappella, right? Yeah, yeah, we mm -hmm. sang that acapella, and uh, that was that was so much fun, fun to do. And y'all were so nice, and and I don't know, man, it was just a, it was just an honor to be with you guys on that show. And again, you know, it'll always be a great memory for us. So it's such yeah. a great, yeah, it's such a milestone. Like it's so woven into the fabric of early Beverly Hills nine hundred two one zero history to color me bad you just think of color me bad i don't know for some reason the 90s oh, beverly hills 90210 color me bad <laughs> just goes yeah, together we did bh90210 didn't we have in the opening scene in the peach pit flashback like the dream oh my gosh they played on the jukebox right yeah right yeah they showed a little bit of the video uh-huh that and was like our first thing we're like when you think of music 90210 color me bad yep yeah well, you know, like I said, it made our career being on that show. It really did a lot for us. So, you know. Uh, well, Mark, I got to say, Jen and I are very upset. If that were the truth, that you didn't actually put us in a music video. Could have been on our bucket list, checked off, and it's not now. So. Well, I, I tell you what, man, you know, it, it would have been a. Uh, great to have you guys on there you know at that time no one knew you know what we were going to do no one cared no one thought I want to sex you it was going to be anything to be honest with you no one knew that was going to be such a big hit and when it took off man it just took off so so fast and you know we were everywhere and it was such a crazy roller coaster ride <laughs> you know but uh um you know, again, and then I Adore Me More came up with that right after that, which was a great song, too. It had that sort of Stevie Wonder kind of mm -hmm. R&B feel. And then again, you know, so you guys kind of were the were the first people to be coined. What was it? Hip hop doo wop? Yeah. You know, and that and that basically is, you know, just acapella, mm -hmm. you know, mixed in with the little, you know, hip hop beat to it. And oh, yep. we added, you know, cause we worked with a lot of the hip hop producers when we made that song, uh, made that album. Uh, we worked with uh, Hitman Howie T and Dr. Freeze and, you know, Howie T, he had did a lot of the, you know, the early rap songs. Um, 
back in the day. So getting with him, like Chub Rock, he did Chub Rock. He did a lot of uh, like the real rock Zan. And, you know, I'm going old, old school now, you know. Oh, so uh, good. Uh, you know, but uh, he did a lot of those. He did a lot of them tracks. And when we got with him, it was just magic, you know, because our acapella vocals mixed in with his beats. It just made mm-hmm. sense. and It all worked out mm-hmm. perfect for that time. You know, and who would have known, man, you know, so. But, we and who just, would have known you'd still be singing these songs that they're, they're still so important to well, so many I, people. I, I hear them, I hear at the grocery stores, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I hear the songs in the grocery stores and at Macy's or wherever, you know, you just, when you're walking through, you hear the songs, just like, man, we wrote those songs when we were kids and they're still being played even after 30 years. Well, what, a, I mean, come on, man, you know. Jeez. What so, a ride. That's so yeah. good. It's so good to hear from you and hear about all your, I mean, yeah, life is a roller coaster. You've had ups and downs for sure. And the journey that the band and the everything has been on, but it sounds like you're in a really great place. And that's so awesome. I, I am. I am in a great place. It, I couldn't be better except besides my ankle. Besides your ankle. <laughs> but, but Wait, you've got that, to get better soon. You have a show coming up, don't you, in Santa Barbara, I heard. I, I do. Yeah, I do. Um, what is it? Old school Santa Barbara. We see you I, now. We, we see you. Oh, my <laughs> God. Yay. Why wouldn't we want to look at that face? Why wouldn't I we want to see you? <laughs> All right. You look great. Uh, yeah, tell us about your yeah. show in Santa Barbara. Who's uh, What's the deal? Santa Barbara, we got a show out there. It's it's an old school show. Um, uh, you know, it's it's a freestyle, I think. I believe, let's see who's all on that show. I don't know. There's, there's a bunch of acts bunch on that acts. show, but mm-hmm. we're going to get to go on it and 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 just have a good time. Have a good time. time. Do uh, your thing. So usually whenever they have like like seven or eight, yeah, when, when we have like seven or eight acts, usually um, uh, we only get like 20 minutes on stage. They don't put us on because there's so many acts, you know, they want to mm-hmm. get in and get out. But, uh, you know, we're going to have fun, man. You know, it's 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 all good. December you know, so 3rd, everybody. Check it out. Yeah. December old school 3rd, Santa Barbara. 3rd, you know. Yeah. Old school, man. We're going to be there. And that's such a beautiful place. It's such a beautiful venue mm-hmm. out there. I mean, my gosh, it's so beautiful there. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Before we go, if we promise to join in, do you think you would um, sing a little bit of I Want to Sex You Up? <laughs> You're so... It's our dream come true. Sing Please, we'll pretend we're finally dream in a music up. video with you. Here we go. Here we go. Dream on, dream, dream away. On. I think I'm going to We only know the chorus by heart. <laughs> forever. Uh, Come on, here we go. I adore, adore me There you go. Love right. it. Yay! How about how about TikTok? You don't stop. TikTok, you don't stop. I love it. Oh my god, that's all like, right, ladies. Love it. Thank you for having me on here. Thank Thanks you, for being here. Have a great show. Thank you, Mark. And in future hey. performances, if you ever want us to come up on stage or anything and be your backup dancers, you, <laughs> you All right. Now I'm going to hold you it to that. Your That's her. That she available. said that, not me. <laughs> okay. Well, bless you, girls. Thank you so much for having me. All right. Take care. I hope your anchor you. feels better. All righty. Thank you. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Oh, my gosh. What a good sport. He's saying for you. Are you happy? 
I am. I was. I wanted to hear you sing, and I knew no. we were going to sing. I want to sex you up because you've been thinking about that song. Oh, so you went into the other one, but yeah. Well, I'll sing. I'll sex you up for later. I'll do it for you later. <laughs> but just like, were you really a big Color Me Bad fan, or was that just like something that they wrote? That was something they wrote, but of course, like who? It, it was such a. Like it was 1991. It was everything. It was 91, right? 92. Um, it was 92. It was Thanks. everything then. So like, of course I knew them. I was wondering if he remembered meeting me. Cause I think I was so shy. I couldn't even speak to them. And I was like, mm -hmm. they're huge music stars. They wouldn't want to talk to us. So I was super intimidated, but um, yeah, I think they just wrote that in. I think who knows? Well, it was a good one. Let's get, let's yes. take a little break and then we'll talk more about it. Is there ever really a way to thank your mom for everything she does? My mom is my best friend, my rock. I have learned so much from her through the years. Her wisdom has helped shape me and I love celebrating her, especially on Mother's Day. This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. And since she deserves the best, send her the best there is. When it comes to flowers, send her farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. I love that Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farm, so they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano, you guys. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. Books is simple. You go online, pick the delivery date, and you're done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your Books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to your mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code 90210 for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S.com, promo code 90210, books.com, promo code 90210. Enter to win a free cruise for two on board the 90s cruise. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the 90s cruise. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interaction, and all-out 90s events and activities. Over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, Color Me Bad, Lisa Loeb, Fastball, CNC Music Factory, Jesus Jones, Digital Underground, Sophie B. Hawkins, and more. Hosted by MTV VJs Downtown Julie Brown and Matt Penfield, plus Lisa Loeb. Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas will be completely transformed to take you back in time for nonstop 90s action. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the 90scruise.com slash iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. 
And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course... We'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So when we talk about this episode, it was, yes, it rained in LA, it was color me bad, but also there was a huge uh, story point that revolved around your character of Felice Martin, your mom, having an illicit affair at the Bellage Hotel. Yes. This, I mean, it was the first time we saw Donna's house. Which, that didn't look like your house from in the future, like- that looked like a temporary Donna's house. I think that was it. That was it. That the furniture one, was, in, was so it hideous. Rosanna? Oof. It was bad. Oof. I was like, um, whoa, poor Donna has to live in that. And her mom's just so mean. So um, mean. Do you remember calling into radio shows when you were young and like trying to win stuff? No, but I'm sure you did. I bet you did that. I totally did. <laughs> no. I used to call in, into 102.7 all the time. <laughs> Did you ever stuff. win anything? Uh, one time, it wasn't a radio show, but I called. It was near Thanksgiving, and I called some morning show, and I won a turkey. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, a, a live turkey or like a frozen turkey? Oh, I wish. No, a frozen turkey. <laughs> <laughs> a live turkey, that would be a better story. Yeah. And they were like, we can't give it to a kid. You need to put an adult on. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, it was, it, it, so that always go, there was a lot going on in this episode. Police was having an affair. The color me bad was, we were running down the halls looking for them. And then also the boys, this is their idea of what to do on a rainy day. Let's, uh, let's call a hooker, a stripper or whatever they, whatever it was. (laughs) 
<laughs> was she? It was so risky business, like calling yeah. someone out of like an ad and being like, hello, I have some friends. Please come over. <sighs> that scene, though, when they find her in the newspaper and my, one of the funniest things in the episode for me was when... Um, Steve, Ian was really funny in this episode. He sniffs the, he sniffs the, <laughs> the ad in the newspaper. I don't know. It was just funny. Like he could smell her coming. Whoa. Huh? <laughs> he could smell Brandy <laughs> from the ad, but then Brandy shows up and she's so it. adorable and beautiful. But Andrea is like a boner killer, man. Wow. She said coming and boner. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, her showing up in the little, uh, what is it? The salt Paddington bear, what? Paddington bear and the little girl in the uh, salt. Morton's. Yeah. The Morton's Morton salt salt. And then now Georgie from it, it, that yellow costume just goes through every generation and still makes a killing. The there. yellow hat and the yellow raincoat. Wow. Mm hmm. But like I said earlier, there are a lot of raincoats what going the? on. Nobody has a raincoat in L.A. Slickers. And they were shiny and just nobody. No. But that was one of my favorite fashion moments from the episode was Brenda, Donna, and Kelly all standing there in their American-themed <laughs> raincoats, red, white, and blue raincoats. It was really cute. Uh-huh. So yeah, so we find out my mom is cheating on my dad. It was this was a really this was my first like I felt like big dramatic episode. I was so scared for that like hallway scene, like confronting her. Like this was yeah. Wait, it wasn't your first dramatic thing, was it? Didn't you have one a couple a few episodes ago about like right where I stand up for like the kids mm -hmm. in school condoms? But like I don't know for some reason this one, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. This one, like, I will always remember as being something I was super scared in that scene that you're talking about. But this one, I knew that it would be an ongoing thing. And it was a defining character thing of the woman mm -hmm. who played my mom. And and I think for kids, when something like that happens, that's like really a defining moment in your childhood. Um, so I was really, yeah, it was like a big deal for me to do this. And I had to do it in head to toe red leather. So that also was a little scary. It wasn't head to toe red leather because I did happen to see your little butt cheeks <laughs> hanging out. They were not wearing leather. <laughs> they were so cute. Oh my gosh. A red, yeah. That's a good red costume. Hot, little, it was a really cute outfit. The checkers, checkered little situation. But then you had the Michael Jackson red leather jacket yeah. on top. I liked it. And you got to be with Color Me Bad. I did. You know, I never really, I didn't remember this, but uh, the guy, the guy, the guy in Color Me Bad, Brian, the one that um, Kelly stumbles upon at the vending machine, mm -hmm. he has a very hairy chest. I don't know oh, if anybody yeah. noticed. Well, you can't miss it. He's wearing like a low, like kind of like this shirt, like a scoop neck and there's all hair, 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 everywhere. More than, more than, I would almost go out and say more than Jim. Okay, listen, I feel like you're cheating on Jim Walsh right now, and I can't take. I, can't I don't take. know if it counts, because this was hair on his, on this guy's chest, and Jim has the hair on the back, which is, you know. I'll, Maybe Brian does, too. You only yeah, saw the chest. never know. Whatever happened to the original members of Color Me Bad? I know. We should I have asked, but it felt like a touchy I situation. We shouldn't, yeah. I didn't want to go there. I wanted to keep There's it positive, right? 
yeah. Well, you remember, right? There was the whole thing about them that was they had a fight on stage at a concert. What? No, I don't remember this. Google it. You have to see it. Like literally Google it right now? They're performing and yes. um, there's three of them it. on the stage. And then all of a sudden, another member of Color Me Bad walks across the stage and just pushes Mark onto the not ground. Not our Brian. It's not our Brian. It's it? our Brian. It's, it's the hairy chest Brian. Takes him down. He was Donna's favorite. I I can see why. <laughs> I don't think there was a lot of love lost there in that relationship. That's, yes, that's things something. got crazy. Things got crazy with color me bad. But um, God bless Mark, Mark. He's you know taking it taking it to another. Keeping it going. Yep, keeping it going. As he Good should. Nineties are back right now. Everyone loves the nineties. When you think of the nineties, you think of color me bad. You know, everyone's gonna be super psyched that. He's on today. I wish he had shown us himself in the beginning. He looks adorable. He looks like, just like I thought he would look. I know. Did you have any other favorite fashion moments besides your outfit and the raincoats and Paddington Bear? I was really into Andrea's raincoat situation mm-hmm. with her hat and mm-hmm. um, and my outfit. Mm-hmm. And that was really it. I like the I like Brandy the um the dancer I'll call her the dancer girl's little outfit that she came over. But you in. said you were gonna call her. <laughs> I'll call Letter her. Speed dial. Do you remember when we filmed that episode? We spent so many hours in the Bellage, and it was fun because we got to order room service, and that was always fun. They would put us up like in the suite. I do. I remember when we filmed. Every time we filmed at, at a hotel like that, we would get like a green room that was where we, they kept us and we had to stay yeah. in there and we would all just lay around on the bed and watch TV and order room service. And they would always say, it don't order so room fun. service. And we would always order room service. They did. They told us, no, don't order room service. <laughs> yeah. Like who paid for that? Not us. Shannon's like 50 cheeseburgers. <laughs> and a <laughs> bottle of your best wine. <laughs> and a glass dolphin to smash in the hallway. Just kidding. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, okay. Favorite line. Oh my gosh. I, I did love uh, Donna saying, calling it a hairy eyeball. Uh, <laughs> I loved a lot of the stripper references. Mm-hmm. I loved you saying, David, ew, I'm trying to eat. <laughs> um, when he was saying, oh, I, I rub their back, they rub mine. Yeah, ew. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I had one mark that I, was one of my favorites that Kelly said was, um, I don't know why, it's pretty stupid. <laughs> she goes, Donna, obviously their favorite color is bad. <laughs> like, I don't know. But I'm bummed. So like dumb. She's, yeah. she's a really funny girl. And that's she is Ringo. You said your favorite member was Ringo. Yep. Do you think people knew what that was, like in the nineties, like the young people watching the show? Do they get that reference, you think? Ringo? Uh, I think probably. And also, you know, the show was like a lot of people watch it with their parents. So maybe sometimes we appeal to the older crowd, the the parents that are watching. Maybe that was for them. I don't think that my kids would know if they were watching this now would know what what that Ringo reference is. Would yours? Mine either. No. And at the time, I'm not sure I knew. Like now I watched it and in our 40s, we're like, oh, we get it. But yeah, 
Yeah, but then of course it it rounds out with Cindy administering some um, therapy for Donna, which was good because look at her now. I feel like uh, a lot of times back then they would always give uh, strippers and showgirls the name of Brandy, which is very dismissive because there's a lot of Brandies out there (laughs) that are very wonderful, intelligent women. And why did that name always get, oh, we're going to call a stripper. Her name's Brandy. And they would say it like that. (laughs) I don't know. But this one, she was she was a smart cookie, and she was a smart yeah. businesswoman, and she was a mom and a wife, and she was just trying to make her ends meet. You know, for the longest time, I didn't know what that expression meant, ends meet, you're making ends meet. I didn't get it. I really didn't either. I just thought it was about meat. And it grossed you out? Yeah, like the ends of the meat. Like a sausage. Like, you know, mm-hmm. grind up the ends. Yeah, I don't want that. But it was about making their, their ends meet, like, you know, like being able to pay the bills. Still don't really understand it well enough to explain it clearly. I've never thought about it till you just pointed it out. And that's not fascinating. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry but I it's brought real. it up. No, it's real life, though. <laughs> we all got to make our ends meet. At some I got to do it. I got to make my we, ends meet in about five going. minutes. <laughs> So this is this is the episode, everybody. This was things to do on a rainy day. Yep. All right, everybody, do your episode uh, homework. Next week is season two, episode twenty-seven, Mexican standoff. Ooh, I think this is a big Dylan episode. Okay, so that's our homework for next week. Now we do realize this episode, especially the title, is not very PC. And keep in mind. This episode was made 30 years ago, and that is definitely something we will address and talk about next week. See you then. All right, everybody. Have a great week. Love you guys. Bye. Enter to win a free cruise for two on board the 90s cruise. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the first ever sailing. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interactions, and all-out 90s activities. There'll be over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, and more. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico on Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the 90scruise.com slash iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello! 
acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.